The entire team at Emsolation want to acknowledge that we are gathered on the traditional lands of the Wurundjeri people. We want to recognise that we are recording and telling our stories on the stolen land of our country's first storytellers. We wish to pay our respects to all Wurundjeri elders and ancestors and to extend that respect to any First Nations peoples who listen to Emsolation. We recognise Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people's continued connection to the land and waters of this country and acknowledge that sovereignty was never ceded. Always was, always will be. M. Rossiano. Timothy Chalamet. Yeah. The Victorian, the, the sickly 16th the century Victorian mm. rat wife wearing a wig. Really actored. And Michael Lucas. You Would just be. love a little person on a beast. Yes. Somehow. You've always loved it. You I'm, loved it in Game of Thrones. Yes. This is Emsolation. Like terrifying spiked anuses. Yeah. When he, when he. I think you'd love that too if you're honest about it. You're in Emsolation. It's June, mate. June. 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 June, I, I concur. I would not have survived reality TV yeah. if I had to have everyone's opinion all the time no, that's about right. how bad I was. I don't I think was. you would have. That's right. I think a few people around you might not have made it through either. <laughs> all right. <laughs> it would have been just like, take Marcella, oh. raise her. Raise just her. Just don't ever show her the tweets. Oh, God, imagine... Oh, I d- it, no good. That's why it feels like so long ago because you think about Marcella and she was like. She was two. Yeah, she was a toddler. And she's, how old are you now? <laughs> how old are you, Tella? That is. she 22? Yeah. Taylor Swift so. sang a song about it. I know. I yeah. thought so. I was, but then in my mind I'm like, is she 23? She's 22. See? Uh, I know, I'm, I'm so moving old. quick. This came up because I was watching a video and it had one on American Idol the week Jennifer Hudson went home, mm. season two. She went home seventh. Mm, I remember. And the bottom three disgrace. was Fantasia Barino, oh. Jennifer Hudson, and a girl. I think her name was Latoya. The three divas. Yeah. They were the three, and I remember they they said all the kids who were safe, and it was majority white kids yeah, were safe. Of course. And Fantasia just cracked up. She was laughing when she looked at the bottom three, and Jennifer Hudson looked like. She just couldn't comprehend it. Yeah. And then when they announced that Jennifer Hudson was going home, it was, I remember I thought I was going to faint. Yeah. I was screaming so loudly. The injustice. Of, mm. I, could, I couldn't. I, saw, I remember signing petitions. Mm. <laughs> like it was hectic. So I just Political think. Political awakening. <laughs> justice for Jennifer. And then, of course, the year after I got on Idol and Ricky Lee ended up going home seventh, just oh, like Jennifer Hudson. Yeah, a moment etched in shame. Couldn't even tell you who went home ninth at American Idol. No one remembers. No. I did. I went home ninth. That's why. Oh, Australian Idol, you mean? Yeah, yeah, no, yeah but yeah, American sorry. Idol, don't care. Yeah. I mean, American Idol gave us Adam Lambert, Kelly Clarkson, and Jennifer Hudson. Yeah. So look what Australian Idol gave us. Thank the Lord. Yeah. Well, come on. Arguably, none of us have achieved that level of stardom. No. Yeah. But in an Australian context. And Fantasia Barino. Okay, well, hello there and welcome to Emsolation. My name is Em Rossiano. I'm a writer, a singer, a stand-up comedian, a maximalist power queen, a neurodivergent magic brain and a podcaster. And together with my best friend since I was 11, award-winning screenwriter, not the porn star, Mr. Michael Lucas. Correct. Hello. I bring you this podcast every week. That you know of. I'm well, <laughs> oh my God. 
if you ever wanted to tell me that you had a secret porn career that you moon you're moonlighting, <gasps> I literally moon. Now's the time. Elio learnt what mooning meant this week. Did he? I really regret it. <laughs> I really. He looks like someone who could really. You know how little kids do go through that bum phase. He you, could. I feel like he would. You don't want a hyperfixation there. I think you probably got one. Too late. That ship has sailed. That mm. ship has been mooned several times. <laughs> His that father, moon has risen. Yeah. And it's full and tiny. His father used to do a thing to his children. My mm. my husband Scott used to do a thing to the girl called the white whale, and he would pull his I'm bathers sure. down and um, just show his ass as he would launch out of the water. It was hilarious. Yeah. And the girls were horrified. And Elio was hearing this story and thought it was so funny. And he's like, "What do you mean?" And I said, well, "Dad mooned everyone." And he said, "What's mooning?" And I said, it's when you pull your pants down and show people your bum. And the next thing I know, he walks back in. You and walked into that one. <laughs> <laughs> he's backing into me with his little bum out. Yes, he was. So we have to have a conversation about can't do that at kinder, can't do it in public. No, we have only to... occasionally at Woolworths. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, why were we talking about mooning? Oh, because you might be a secret porn star. No. Because there was a, a lady... Jess mm. at one of our live shows mm. who said, I'm going to see Michael Lucas and M. Rossiano and uh, her mum Googled yes. Michael Lucas and the porn star came up. Mm-hmm. So yep. Chella's turned up. She's coming in. Oh, she's He's coming in. Can I just say, when I did a bit of work for Michael, one of the things was to get the porn star taken off his IMDb, yeah. <laughs> which I had a fights with IMDb because they were like, you can't prove that you know Michael Lucas. Mm. <laughs> So I couldn't get it removed. What? So hard. Are you still a porn star on IMDb? I don't know that I am. I I don't. I haven't checked. <laughs> I don't think so. I, Are you checking? This is the most asked Google search. My co-host is just checking to see if he's still a porn star. I know that. No, look, I'm still getting film writer. Yeah. This first thing that comes up, Not IMDb producer. No, I can't see. So obviously, Chella fought the good fight. Well, I'm so glad my child. Through. Was able to perform that service for you. <laughs> Thank God. There is, though, infamously, mm. the crowning achievement. I, I'm going to see if this has changed. Wait, one, sorry, this is boring now. <laughs> what is the crowning achievement? No, no, no. Well, when when you go to Wikipedia yeah. for the 13th Actor Awards, okay, I'm, I'm live Googling now. Okay, yeah. so you go to the winners. Yeah. Okay, so here we go. Best drama series, Joanna Werner, Michael Lucas. I'm clicking on Michael Lucas. And? Michael Lucas, yes. Yeah, Russian-American, Israeli business and performer founder, CEO of Lucas Entertainment and the Manhattan's largest gay adult film company. So it still says... Hi, gay. Yeah, that Michael <laughs> Lucas... Wikipedia has not included a picture. He's... He's, I love it that he's age 51 to 52. They're not entirely sure. It's just an <laughs> estimation at can this I point. Be aged, can I be an age bracket instead of a specific number? That's right. When people say to me, what, how old are you? Can I say I'm between 30 and 45? Yeah. That's I'm going to start giving. I'm gonna start, I'm going to start giving brackets. James has accidentally Googled. Uh, did you Google Michael Lucas, the porn star? Also, michaellucas.com. He's got the. Is that what he looks like? Yeah. I don't know whether that's. A, yeah. Oh, so I did just Google Michael Lucas on Wikipedia and it just comes up as Michael Lucas performer in director of gay pornographic films and then it says Michael Lucas Australian filmmaker. Oh, no. Yeah, in no, the same page thing. Oh. <laughs> oh, no. He's just posted. Connor oh. and Tyler share Michael Lucas's cock. 
Wow. Magnus Bottoms for Michael. Good for her. Michael Lucas gives Max Lord an anal pounding. <laughs> Accurate. <laughs> Accurate. <laughs> David services, Michael. Wow. These <laughs> titles aren't very imaginative. No. He doesn't have your imagination. Well, I think so. Perhaps you could so. do a collab. But it's very practical. Oh, Adam Del Rey, any relation? <laughs> you could be services. Michael. Services. That's... I feel like they could come up with a better thing. Services, Michael Lucas's uncut cock. <laughs> okay. Uh... Enough of that. Well, speaking of uncut cocks. Oh, what a transition. And where are you going? The sandworms. Yep. Oh, well done. <laughs> That's champagne. Yeah. Yes, I was lucky enough to see June 2 last yes. night, or Dune, as Odie calls it, because that's how the Americans say right, it. And okay. every time my middle child says Dune, I want to scratch my eyes out. Yeah, that is annoying. How does she say Timothy? Timothy. Oh, Timothy. She says Timothy. Really? Chalamet. Oh. Timothy. Chamolet. She said Chamolet for a, a little while, and Chella and I really bullied that out yeah. of it. But when you hear Timothy Chalamet speak French, he makes sense. Like for me, he's a bit out of focus. Yeah, that's not in June, to be clear. No, that's he doesn't he... speak French in June. He yeah. speaks in, um, um, the amazing yeah. made-up language, the, the, yeah. the, the, the spice people. Yeah. Oh, my, Adrian's going to kill me. My brain's gone blank. Arach- Arachmus? Ah, ah, oh, bloody hell. Anyway, when I see him speak English in, in interviews, he's a bit blurry. And when you see him speak French, for me, he just goes crystal clear 4K. It just makes sense. Oh, okay, yeah. Look up Timothy yeah. Chalamet. Yeah. Speaking, and he just walks up on, on red carpets, on French red carpets, and yeah. he just starts, Le bonjour, yeah. je m'appelle Timothy Chalamet. And it's just like, yes, you are 50% more attractive to me right really? now. You don't look like a little Victorian rat wearing a wig. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you have to say, that little Victorian rat's having a hell of a year. He is. Wonka, yeah. and, which was a big hit, no matter what you film. thought of his singing abilities. No, and now, I was- think we can say June or sorry, Dune 2 is going to be enormous too. Well, will it? Tell us. Do not say Dune. Okay. Do you fucking not no. say Dune. It's June, mate. June. 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 It's, June 2? It's, it is a fucking masterpiece. Wow. 10 out of 10. Wow. It's one of the best sci-fi films, I'm going to say, of all time. You did give 10 out of 10 to J-Lo's This Is Me Now. This is but... a non-ironic 10 <laughs> okay, out of 10. <laughs> This is a... Was the VFX budget bigger than the metallic, me- mechanical heart that she Just had? a smidge. Okay. Maybe $10 more they all chipped yeah. into to go fund me. Yeah, great. It is... Uh, it's an absolutely epic, cinematic, sweeping masterpiece. I can't remember feeling... Often when I go and see sci-fi because I love it, I walk away feeling a bit like I've had a McDonald's meal, you know, especially all the Marvel films. They're just a bit, uh, yeah. bit tinny. God, and, we've turned, haven't we? Yeah, but this made me yeah. feel like... Serious sci-fi. Like I was Beautiful. sitting at a like a roast pig spit as a cavewoman about to have my feel, like, and I did. Just to I, be clear, that's a good thing as far yes, as she's concerned. and I ate that delicious meal. Pig. Fucking huge. Off the spit. Jesus. And I just, Timothy Chalamet. Yeah. The Victorian, the, the sickly 16th the century Victorian mm. rat wife wearing a wig. Mm. Really actored. He did. Actor. <laughs> okay. Okay, not an actor. Actor. He really impressed me. Yeah. I totally get it and stand by him now. Mm. I will 
try and make sure he's not as malnourished the next time I see him. Good luck. But he did really, really well. And Zendaya... Big role because she only Zendaya. If you don't remember, she did appear in the first one, but she sort of came in late and it was very brief. But mm. what we were promised that mm. maybe she was going to take more of a centre stage position. Did she there the whole time? Great, and it's so great. And she and he have really beautiful chemistry. She's mm. a great actor, also. I would say not actor yet. Oh, okay. He really, really went hard in. All right. She but was because she didn't get the script. Because a bit. No, wait a minute. I think in. Um, uh, euphoria, she is definitely. Oh no, I'm talking more about in this film. Okay, specifically. right. Because I very very less watch people who cannot act. Yeah, <laughs> she's an actor in Euphoria. Mm. So no, it was great to see those two together. She's incredible. Um, Javier is he brings the comic relief. Really, I know. I didn't think there was going to be any comic relief. Oh, I cackled a couple times. Really, yes, okay. quite good. And what about the Sandworms? Elvis. Austin Butler. The Sandworms, best supporting actors. Really? There's a moment with the Sandworms and Timothy where the whole cinema cheered. Cheered. Well, I'm presuming he's riding it. I'm not giving away well, anything. Well, it was in the trailer. But, um, okay, yes, he rides it. Yeah. And it is so sexy. And well, I didn't you think do, it you would be. You just love a little person on a beast. Yes. That somehow you've always loved it. You I'm, loved it in Game of Thrones. Yes. It's really, even though their mouths are like terrifying spiked anuses. Yeah. When he, when he. I think you'd love that too if you're honest about it. When he picks, <laughs> when he gets his little pickaxe on the worm and everybody thinks he's gone and then all of a sudden he appears and he's riding. Yeah. And then to see Zendaya just fucking zipping around on these big dicks, like it's so good. <laughs> I just didn't think I would get as much out of the riding of the sandworms as I did. Yeah. But every time I would you see thought, them. You uh, thought, no dragon as far as I'm concerned, yeah. but actually. Dragons of the sand. So great. They are the dragons of the sand. Um, we we really get way more storyline than I thought we were going to get, which I'm very happy about because often these things are bloated and okay. drawn out. Now, how refreshed do you need to be with the storyline? Extremely. Watch, really? watch June 1 uh, before you go. See, Adrian locked it in on Sunday, and but I was just too tired. I was you too tired. To. I you... couldn't stay awake. Not that it's not great. I just needed to go down and fall asleep. And he was like, well, you know, all I can say is I hope you refresh yourself. You better read some sort of detailed synopsis or watch some sort of YouTube clip because I am not telling you. You must absolutely rewatch the first one. Did you rewatch you before you went in? I don't need to because I have a photographic memory of facts and information. Mm. You do not. Mm. And you do listen to me. It is three hours door to door, bitch. Mm. And I'm talking, there was no previews. We sat down, it got turned yeah. on. Mm. So it's going to be three and a half hours if you're going in with previews and stuff. Mm-hmm. Three hours door to door. You cannot fall asleep. And I know the bit you're going to fall asleep in. And you just, you can't because you'll wake up and you won't know what's going on. Mm. Austin Butler as Dr. Evil Mark II, mm-hmm. amazing. Really? Elvis only slipped out once. Did he? Yeah. There was one slip up and I'm surprised Vocally, they didn't reshoot. Obviously. Vocally, mm, you'll hear it too. Mm, I know you'll hear it. Mm, it clanged with me. Mm. Um, he's referring to some girls in his chamber and mm. he says something like, um, my girls. So he has uh, this really monotone kind of weird yeah. transatlantic accent normally. And then he says, take the, bo- take the body to my chamber, mm, my mm. girls. And I was like, uh, oh, oh, Elvis is here. Elvis yeah. is here. Yeah. Elvis is not here. Okay. He's a very good villain. I mean, mm-hmm. actoring from Austin. Okay, great. Also. Okay. We don't get so. There's a few characters who are clearly doing what they did with Zendaya in the first one, where we oh, just planted, get but planted. not. How many are we going to get in this? Series? Three. We're, okay, right. I believe we were reading an article this morning, and Chella and I saw that the the dude, the director, he's like, I'm Denny. Yeah, I'm done at three. Okay. And I I I see that. Because what we're about to head into, also the potential for what we're heading into at the end of the, this movie, which I won't give it away, 
the potential for casting is extraordinary. It's, number three will be very exciting and very, I think once all the actors see this one, they're like, I want to be in number three. Yeah, yeah. Because there's going to be some serious mm-hmm, casting happen. Mm-hmm. We only get little glimpses of um, old mate Queen's Gambit. Yes. Just tiny little Anna glimpses. Anna Taylor. Yes. Whatever. Johnson? No, she, Anna Taylor. I just think of Chloe Hayden every time I see her. Joy. Oh, that's it. I just think she looks like Chloe Hayden. She does. Yeah, yeah you're right. Every Correct. time I see her, I think I think mm. I think of mm. Chloe. Um, Florence. Oh yeah, I forgot she was in it. Yes. She was. Was she a surprise reveal on the red carpet? And she's like, surprise, I'm in this movie. Was that what happened? I feel like yes, yeah. and I understand why. She's going to obviously have a big part in number three. Okay. But she's, I would say, at about forty percent in this movie. Mm. Great chainmail headwear. Great presence. Great stillness. And um, her storyline with the other people involved is going to be delicious. Did you miss Oscar Isaac? No. I loved him in, he was peacock when he did the first chapter. I didn't miss Oscar. I mean, he's very present. He's, mm. He appears every now and then. Oh, like, he does? No, no, not as a ghost. No, 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 no more faster style. No, more just images of him. Mm. And we also, no, because Javier's really in there. Mm. Timothy is great. But also, um, is it Josh Brolin? Could be. Yeah. Josh Brolin, who played the Master of Arms, who was best mate yeah. with he's he's really he he's up. in there and he's mm. great. So and because you're so focused on what's happening with Zendaya and Timothy, you don't really mm. miss. Like okay. that's where your focus is. Yeah. Oh, I um, forgot Josh Brolin. And the well, mom he knows about empires because you know Barbara's his stepmother. Of course. Yeah. And the mom, Timothy's mom, who um what she ends up becoming and Oh, my God. What's her name? Rebecca Ferguson? Is that who it is? Yeah. Yes. She... What about creepy lady with the box that says put it in, put it in your hand in it? Does she come back? There's quite a few of them. <gasps> yes, Reverend Mother. Yes. Yeah. Oh, no, no, there's a few. Oh, yeah. There's a few Reverend Mothers. Right. And we find out they have much more to do with everything than you think. Okay. It's just amazing. I, I, I'm so happy to have finally – I feel like after I saw Star Wars for the first time. Oh, wow. You know, I feel mm-hmm. that. So, But I'm, I'm telling you, do not take your kids to see it. It is terrifying. not. It is terrifying. It is dark. They will have nightmares. Mm. It's unflinching. Mm. It's it's really. They show evil. It's mm. unflinching. No kids. Also, if you haven't seen the first one, don't bother. If you're not into June, don't bother. Mm. This is for the fans. Mm. This is for the fans. Um, they don't reset. There's no resetting. There's no, no radio resetting. Okay. There's right. nothing. They okay. <laughs> they're straight in. Um, ten out of ten. Fucking five juicy sandworms out of five. It's get ready to be turned on by things you didn't think would turn you on. Wow. Yeah, I'm talking Phallic about... like creatures plunging through sand. Yeah, with wow. people just riding atop of them with their fucking capes out in the wind. Yep. Oh, so good! Okay. Now, I want you all to know, Michael came up the stairs today saying, I've got content. I've got content. This will be probably about the second time he's ever bought content. So I'm really looking forward to this content. We're going to save it for the sealed section. Though. Oh, I was primed. Subscribers only. Yeah. For the for that. Or yeah. what do you think? I mean, you choose. We can put we can put our Barbara speech. Okay, stop in the extra segment or your content. What do you want to do? I don't think my content has the legs for the whole extra segment. <laughs> I would anticipate we're going right. to get two minutes out of it. All right, we'll save Barbara for the extra episode then. Yeah. Okay, Michael Lucas. Dun, 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 dun. Has content. Yeah. Okay. Okay. It was an article. Okay. And the headline, like this is an absolute bullseye for emsolation. The headline was all the celebs who turned down J-Lo's movie musical. <gasps> what? That, yes. And apparently. Better get comfortable. Yeah. 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 So 
People are obviously now getting previews of The Greatest Love Story Never Told, which is the documentary, of yes. course. And in one scene, Lopez and Tim are discussing which celebrities are available to make cameos. And as we all know, we got like Jane Fonda, Trevor Noah and all the ones that were in there. Sophia Vergara. That's right. Kim Petras. So who do you think was asked and not available? Matt Damon. Ah, well, well, I do you want me to just read you? Okay, okay, okay. So, so one of the producers says, Taylor Swift is a no. <gasps> they left that in there? Yeah. Jason Momoa is not available. <laughs> Wait. Yeah, you need, you're going to need a few. Is this loud enough? Yeah. Can we hear the buttons this week? Yeah. Ben? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Jennifer Coolidge, not available. What? Lizzo, not available. Okay, get ready. You're going to need the most epic one of these ever because then the producer asked J-Lo, if, don't start it yet, if she would want Vanessa Hudgens to be in it, to which J-Lo responded, for what? Bitch, they said what they said. <laughs> what? Yeah, Ariana Grande, unavailable. Snoop Dogg, unavailable. She couldn't even get Snoop. He does ads for, like, chicken franchises. Anthony Ramos. Anthony Ramos, you know. Yeah. From Hamilton. I just wanted to make sure I was pronouncing correctly. Oh, of course I know. But um, uh, he no. didn't participate. You know why? Good friends with Mark Anthony, so he had his loyalties. And then, so she's speaking to her manager, Benny Medina, yeah. and then she's like, I don't want to force anybody to do this with me. Um, and then she goes, nobody wants to say no to be Benny. I get that. But when an actor doesn't like a script or doesn't think it's good enough or is worried about it, that's what they'll say. I know that. I've done it. So she's basically acknowledging <sighs> the reason why. There you go. That's my Wow. That was, I mean, she that left was, it in. That was pretty good. Mm. I'm proud of you. Mm. That's so Thanks. great. Yeah. Oh, my God. I can't believe she left, she left it in. She left it in. I know. Do you think she left it in because she thought it would make them look silly for saying no? I think she's just thinking this is, uh, this is my confessional, my honest era. I don't know. Can She's... I just say, I've got increasingly mad about that movie. Have you? Yeah. I really, I'm mad. I'm mad about it now. It's really bad. It's not good. Right. And I just think somebody needs to tell her. And it's not Rotten Tomatoes because somebody's, Ben's paying it's 25 not, monkeys not around the ben. clock to fucking <laughs> type. You need to go out to go, Jennifer, I'm menopausal. The veil is down. <laughs> I do. I just want to go and up to her. Here's what the first thing I want to say to you is you are menopausal too, whether you acknowledge Girl. it or not. Oh, she'd be done. She'd be through it. Yeah. She'd be through it. I want to put both my hands on her knees and I want to like, mm. yeah, like that. I want to say, Girl, no, stop. It's not okay. I want to be like, I want to be like Dakota Johnson in those interviews. If somebody asked me about JLo's movie, I want to, I want to, I want to answer like she did. I want to be like, Yeah. Uh, uh. But she, if she just released an album, we would not care. And we, like, she's done this, and this is like, what is it, the fifth, sixth show we've done talking about it? Oh, we've so just sold live tickets. It's so true. So, I mean, it might not be an artistic success, but can you deny, in terms of a marketing thing, J-Lo is, we can't stop. We've spoken about her more than Taylor Swift. Totally. I'm not mad about that. I think everyone no, else is talking about Taylor. They are, why. including Scott Morrison. <laughs> I was just going to, oh, my God, you read my mind. Scott Morrison. So uncomfortable. Left 
I mean, Parliament. I just want to. I just want to remind everybody that we lost the former minister for home affairs, the former minister for <laughs> treasury, the former minister for health, the former minister for finance, and the former prime minister. Uh, put your chicken, raw chicken curries out. Skymo's left, mm. and in his farewell speech, he quoted Taylor Swift twelve times. Mm. What the fuck is hell? Mm. And it was the most. Cringy. He was trying to be relatable, Dad. Yeah, yeah. And it was gross. It's kind of like you know, it's people were looking for any excuse to bring up the Matildas like last year, and and it feels like people have seen this as another moment where all of Australia is apparently united about something. It's, almost all. It's it's gross. It's what we used to do on breakfast radio. It was who could be first at the door. That's right. So if there's um, or think about when those poor miners, the tragedy of the miners, you know, in Beaconsfield, it was like could today or sunrise get their host at the opening of the mine shaft first. Mm, it's mm, that kind of mm, fucking awful mm, behavior. Mm. And so he was so smug. He was so we're going to play a bit for you. We're going to play it for you. We're going to put it in. Just it's a minute 40 and I want you to acknowledge every time he says the lyric. He like clangs it down. Like, mm. hey, look at me. I'm so clever. Look at oh, me. Pat yeah. me on the dick. Like, yeah. what a fucking... Ugh. I don't know. Oh, why and also, like, Taylor, whatever you think about any of her musical legacy or whatever, she 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 stood up and took the stand and spoke out about a sexual assault and then was very vocal about it all. And he is just famous as the Prime Minister that all of the Britney Higgins stuff happened and then there were the women's marches and he wouldn't meet with anyone. and Wouldn't I, hold a hose. You don't get to say Taylor's name. <laughs> you, you get, get Taylor's name out of your mouth. That's right. And she would... Just go off with Scooter Braun. <laughs> <laughs> she would hate his politics. I think so. She would hate his politics. I hope so. He would be more like Kid Rock aligned. You know, yeah. Kid Rock's yeah. the only artist that will let Trump play his music. Yeah. Did mm. you see? Oh, this Trump and his gold sneakers saying that's what's going to appeal to black voters because black people like sneakers. That was a legitimate thing he said wow. into a live microphone. Wow. He also said that he's he uh, launched a sneaker range. I know that. That's what. I, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. Oh right. Yeah. Yeah. And then he also said his mugshot and going to his oh. rap sheet makes him appeal to black voters too. He said that in, that is a thing that he said in 2024 into a live microphone. Wow. Wow. Mm. Let's listen to ScoMo drop Taylor 12 times. In preparing for this day, Abby and Lily suggested that I should play a type of Taylor Swift bingo. And they said, by trying to work the names of every single Taylor Swift album into uh, my remarks, well, what's a dad to do? It is true that my political opponents have often made me see red often when subjected to the tortured poets who would rise to attack my reputation. In response, I always thought it important to be fearless and speak now, or forever hold my silence and allow those attacks to become folklore. Ever since leaving university in 1989, (laughs) this has always been my approach. My great consolation has always been my lover, (laughs) Jen, who has always been there for me whenever I need her from dawn and beyond the many midnights we have shared together. See, I'm actually a true numeromantic, after all. And I can assure you there is no bad blood, as I've always been someone who's been able to 
shake it off. So anyway, see you later, dickhead. Don't let the door hit you on the way out. Um, the other thing that we want to talk about, I want to briefly talk about the SAG Awards. But we are going to get to Barbara's speech in sealed section. Sealed section. But um, the SAG Awards for me, the real winner of the SAG Awards was Drunk Pirate Pedro. This is uh, this is this is wrong for a number of reasons. Um, I'm a little drunk. Uh, I thought I could get drunk. And uh, uh, thank you, HBO. Uh, uh, Jeez, Louise. Um, I'm making a fool of myself. But thank you so much for this. Um, I've been in the union uh, since 1999, so this is an incredible fucking honor. We're on Netflix. And um, uh, 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 to the nominees, all of you, I can't remember any of your names right now. Yep. Oh. Good call. I love him so, so much. Yeah. So the SAG Awards, obviously, we've had, oh my, we've, had so, we've had so many award ceremonies this year already. Yeah. And we still haven't had the Oscars. <gasps> Did you see that? Ryan Gosling's confirmed. Going to perform, of course. Going to perform. I know. The Oscars broadcast must be so oh, happy. My. That's just guaranteed. They just went up 10 million viewers. Mate, I'm, we, I, can, I can't. I and can't. also, it just feels like a moment of completion because we all remember that footage of Ryan Gosling doing his dance like when he was a little kid. Yes. You know, and it feels like we're just, he's going to be back on stage. I'm sure they'll be dancing as a part of it. There has to be. Well, they have to bring all the kids. They have to. It, they have to recreate the battle scene. This is the I will accept coup. nothing less. That's right. What are the other best song nominees? Does that mean Billie um, Eilish? What was I made for? Yeah, is Billie Eilish going to perform as well? Surely. So this- Billie Eilish is showing up to even award ceremonies where the, uh, well, a great bit, great bit with her and Melissa McCarthy, one of the highlights. Yeah, brilliant, perfectly she, yeah. executed. She was at the Spirit Awards too, wasn't she? She was. Yeah, where there's not even, I mean, oftentimes there's not even music categories, and she's showing up, so she will be there. I, and she is. Yeah. She's performed previously many times. I love the Spirit Awards. Speaking of, mm. that was what? What did eighty call it? The host, the bisexual Oscars. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and in in one of the great non roasts opening, we're going to play you. I'm going to put it in now. This is how eighty. She's from Shrill. She's from Saturday Night Live. Mm. Um, 80, what's it? Is it Brian? Brian. Yeah. yeah. Um. She said she was going to do what some of her other host counterparts have done and just do a roast. Mm. Here's her roast. Since this is my first time hosting an award show, I did want to try some of the classics, you know, like roasting some of the celebrities in the crowd. Uh-oh, you getting scared? I know who's first, who's first. Oh, let's see, from May, December, Natalie Portman is here. Hey, Natalie, you stupid bitch. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I, I know, I think I'm supposed to try and make it clever. Um, I, I'm gonna, oh wow, Sterling K. Brown, more like stupid K. Bitch. Um, and, and Charles Melton, everyone wants to have sex with you, you stupid bitch. Um, and let's see, Greta Lee is here. Greta from Past Lives. Hi, Greta. Greta, you are a slob and a slut and a stupid bitch. Natalie Portman, you fucking bitch, will mm. go down in history, yeah. I think. Yeah, and Natalie took it so well. Oh, I am a big fan of Natalie. I are listened you? to her on Smartless. She yeah. was on Smartless a couple of weeks ago, my favourite podcast. Yeah. I know they're three white men. Mm. I can't help it. 
their chemistry is undeniable. Do you ever listen to it? Yeah, Jason of Bateman, Sean. Yeah, normally, on, when we're on a road trip, you'll put it on. That's for sure. <laughs> I did make you, <laughs> you listen too. to it. It's my favorite. But she was on there, and she totally won me. Like I don't know, yeah. I just was a little bit nonplussed yeah. about Natalie Portman. No, I'm into it because she, when she was in Sydney, she used to hang out at Bronte all the time and go down to the park. Yeah. Is that why you're into her? Well, did you talk to her? No. Did you chat to her? No. No. I just like that she was using the public barbecue area. <laughs> I did. <laughs> But, um, no, I just think, so the SAGs were held off because obviously the rise strikes. Mm. Did Fran get up and talk? So Fran Drescher. Yes. Okay, tell me. I haven't seen it yet. So Fran Drescher obviously is the president of SAG. She did all the negotiations. Uh, Very popular with the public, but we suspect not so popular with SAG members. Yes. She came out and she did, she was in a red dress, of course, and she did like that. Like she did a bit of Ava, Ava Perron. There was no standing ovation. Absolutely not. She no. did Ava Perron. Well, arms? she did. She just, when she was walking the best out, is she yet did to bit, come. Well, a little bit of that. Yeah. And then she, she delivered quite a long speech that it felt like she had crafted and rehearsed within an inch of its mm. life. But she was trying to repeat all the old classics, like about you can still be powerful and rock a red lip, all of those sort of things. But And there was sort of tepid applause. But what I thought was really telling was they were virtually never giving you close-ups of actual celebrities reacting. Not like the Babs speech. No, where you got like Anne Hathaway just crying. You just inconsolable. crying cutaways. That's right. From Anne Hathaway. That's right. And Hannah Waddington too. I respect it. Yeah, well, you know, they're both, they're both ladies that you can tell loves a bit of musical theatre, I think. I don't think Jennifer Aniston knew where she was. She seemed quite stoned. Did she? I hope she was. I hope so too. I think she looked like she was having a fabulous time. She was just standing there unblinking. Yeah. And Bradley Cooper, they they presented it to Barbara. It was just everything I wanted. And that room, we'll talk about it in the sealed section, uh, that room nobody was breathing or moving or talking. No one went to the toilet. No one was clinking dishes. or Mm. Like I've never seen a room of Hollywood A-listers just still. And I said to you, that is their Taylor Swift. It is. Barbara Streisand is their Taylor Swift. Oh, and Barbara Streisand too. dressed as a pet detective. She, it was. Pet I'm... detective psychic. She's a te- If your pet goes missing, she can find the pet, but also sense the pet. I feel like I've often tried to figure Wait, out. Wait, save it. Oh, save okay. it for sealed section. Sorry. Save it for sealed section. <laughs> so, Fran, so you, you don't think she hit? It was. She was going for the big applause lines and they weren't reacting. Right. Yeah. It was it wasn't like it was like they were icing her, but they were it was it was tepid. Love and, that. and and you I felt like I could see in her performance that she was seeing she was so effective when she was a bit more sort of off the cuff seeming when she was at the mic and everything like that. But for some reason this was so rehearsed. She was hoping for another viral moment and I don't think she got it. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm I'm a fan. I know. Well, before you go. And before we launch into sealed section, mm. it is my 45th birthday mm-hmm. on Friday. And no, I'm not good with birthdays. I'm not good. Like no. I, I cry. I cry every birthday. And the, the reason why is famously every single year I had a birthday party, my mum would send me to my room and I would watch my birthday party from my bedroom window because my bedroom window overlooked our above ground pool because it was the 80s. So I would watch my friends bombing into the pool on pool ponies from the roof and I would be sitting there crying delicate Sylvie Palladino tears as I looked out Were at they my really own... that delicate? Yes. I thought that would have been more a gush. No, no, <laughs> I was still okay. still on display. Mm. People could still see me like I was in, mm. like I was tapping on the window like I was in a U2 film clip. Mm. So it was just like... 
every year I would do something. One year my guinea pig got killed. I got sent to my room for that. It wasn't even my fault. Pasquale Scaticcio blew incense in its face. <laughs> I, I, I totally, I mean, I, I bought tickets to an event on the Saturday night and then I felt weird about it when I gave it to you and quickly said, it's your birthday weekend. It's really weird to give you something on your birthday weekend. And then you were like, no, it's perfect. I just do this. I don't have to think about it. I don't have to do anything else whatsoever. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Because my birthdays are always traumatic. I don't know what it is. I think, I mean, I'm not denying my behaviour would probably have been outrageous. I mean, I'm, I'm not good in large mm. groups of people mm. and I would have... It like an ideal combination, no. No, and I would have been overwrought about everything and overstimulated and you now I know... You did your dynasty party really well. I did, but I was also had just given birth. I think I was oh, still in the okay. aftershocks of having... Right. Yeah, having a small human come out of me, yeah. breastfeeding that human. Mm. I still think I was a bit nuts. Mm. Mm. Um, mm. I don't... Uh, when I look back at my 40th mm. year... Mm. And what the fuck? What I thought, what I thought I was doing. Why did you not stop me? What the fuck were you doing? Like you let I'm me. Glad I didn't give birth. Yeah. Go on a national tour, do a national stand-up special. Mm. Like, like breastfeed. Um, what else did I do that year? It was, it was, it was insane. It was insane. Mm. And have a big fortieth birthday mm. party, mm. and throw out its thirteenth. Mm. It still doesn't compare that to when I let you go back to um, breakfast radio. I feel still feel like that's the biggest <laughs> why I wasn't there an intervention. It's also, true. I don't like. I mean, your forty fifth was no, sorry, your forty fifth was fantastic. We've got the best pictures. Oh my god! I'm just thinking about how it's my forty fifth this weekend, and we still talk about my thirtieth. We do, although it does feel like a long time ago now. Do you think we could recreate our, my thirtieth after rent? No. Nah, I'm so tired. No, well, here, you know, <laughs> under normal circumstances, this would be weird and I didn't even have because you know what time I booked dinner for? 5 p.m. Yes! <laughs> I love a 5 p.m. dinner. Yeah, well, as if we're going to eat afterwards. No we way. know who we are. Can we go get a cocktail afterwards? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go to like a little dingy, dark, amazing cocktail bar in the yeah. city after rent. The place we're having dinner is cocktail-y, I think. Is it? Did you book a good place for dinner? I think it's Did you good. ask someone like who has better taste than you? <laughs> no, it's not that much. He just doesn't care. Yeah. Whereas he has a lot of friends who care. I want to. And what should I wear? Should I wear something like? What should I wear? Well, it's a funny one, isn't it? Because like, no, I want to look hot. Knowing us, we would want to tune in with the thing we're seeing, but maybe not rent. I don't know. That <laughs> we, <laughs> we don't want to be a little. <laughs> Oh my God. Urchin in the 90s in no. New York. Although that is in fashion, 90s urchin fashion. Oh, yeah, it's horrible. Yeah. Oh, my God. The skinny belts, the bootleg jeans, the snakeskin singlets. It's all back. Yeah. Okay. It's basically Australian Idol, like circa 2004 okay. fashion. No, I'm going to wear something. I'm going to dress up. Uh, well, because I think it'll still be very daylight when we first meet, obviously. <laughs> Five o'clock dinner. Five o'clock dinner is so exciting. I love that. Well, well you know. Five o'clock dinner. Then we see a show. Then we get a cocktail. We are 45. Yeah. This is middle age and I'm here for it. You know, I briefly considered going to Mardi Gras this weekend. I saw. For 30 seconds. Yeah, it's funny. I didn't even allow myself. No, you Because there's a little, you did a thing and I was thinking, oh, that would be this week. Hang on, we've got stuff booked for that. I thought. <laughs> <laughs> did you, then, then did you realise? I didn't even, it didn't even, I can't even, the thought didn't even fully form that nah, you might actually do nah, it. I've never been nah. so certain of As something. As I was saying, I think I might go to Mardi Gras this weekend. My mind said, no, you're not. Mm. But my mind also allowed me a tiny little gate to walk through and just, I looked up some Airbnbs. That was enough. Mm. That was enough. Oh, yeah, you like a Google search and oh. a little bit of an online thing from your bed. That's <laughs> lovely. Totally. But you don't, mother. 
We should. Tell me. We haven't ever. It's on the list because the only time that I know that you've done Mardi Gras. I hosted it. Yeah. And and um, we did catch up briefly afterwards, but it was Wasn't just. Wasn't good. No. no. And, and But, I mean, Adrian and I had a brilliant time the share year. Yeah. That was great, especially because she, we, were, we, were, we were ready for 4 a.m. And then she came on at like 12.30 and we were like, oh. Period. <laughs> <laughs> No, we need the to. The next time there's a performer that's truly unmissable for us, we've got to commit. And the full let's book a house yes. close um, over the parade. What, everything's walking distance. Adrian's friend Jason will be able to assist with all the appropriate. Jason. Because he's like practically on the Mardi Gras. I don't know. He's, he's just, he, he's, he's a volunteer. And yes. then he knows he gets in early to get all the best like booths and everything like that for yes. the viewings. Should we, I mean, speaking of. Police float at Mardi Gras. It's contentious. I know I don't normally talk about contentious things on this yeah, podcast. No. Well, <laughs> I do, yeah. but. Um, the, the other absolutely tone deaf Taylor Swift reference. So strange. Yeah, why? Haters going to hate. I know, and terrible, literally, considering terrible. what happened to those poor, know, lovely boys. What was she thinking? I don't, I don't know. Well, I don't know what she was thinking. Yeah. But the whole point is we're not, so, you know. The, Police have been asked to self-exclude their float by the Mardi Gras mm. committee. Mm. They're not saying you, you're not invited to Mardi Gras. You can't come in plain clothes, especially queer police. Of course, they're just saying they don't want in uniform mm. Mm. the float that usually kicks off the parade. Mm. Yeah. They don't want that. And also, to be fair to the queer community, they've been asking that the police not have that float for many years. Right. Because this parade is in response Mm. to what happened to the 78ers mm, mm, mm. because that that ended in horrific police brutality. Mm. So it does feel a bit weird that we've all just gone, yeah, sure, the police can have a float. I would also think if I were the police at this particular point in history, I don't think they want to walk through that community at the moment up front. I don't, I don't think it would play. I think, I think the reaction would be yeah. like famously, remember when Malcolm Turnbull tried to like, With the leather jacket. Yes, and, mm. and he was trying to like be, yes, of course, because I'm the Prime Minister that brought in marriage equality. And, oh. Oh. I, I, feel, I feel in this instance, if you have an entire community saying to you, please self-exclude from the parade, mm. they're definitely, I mean, the police need to be there to keep everyone safe, of course. Mm. But I think, if, especially this will be impacting queer police immensely. Mm. They're more than welcome to be there in plain clothes. But I don't understand why the it's just like don't have your float. Mm. It's so it's just it's a float. Have they have officially pulled out now? Have they? I think so. Mm. Yes, they have. But the fact that there had to be multiple discussions and a Taylor Swift reference. Oh, bitch, no. Well, that was also the, about the reaction to her using the phrase "crime of passion," which was. Yeah, yeah. And there's a whole discussion also needs to happen around how that person was able to pass a psych test and check out mm. a firearm off duty. Mm. There's a lot of conversations happening. There's an ongoing, we will not comment because there's an ongoing investigation. There will be a court case and mm. we are not about to prejudice anything. But I do want to acknowledge, you know, it's been a really triggering, awful week for the LGBTQI plus community. And I hope that Mardi Gras can bring you all together and... I hope it's glorious and I hope the police do the right thing. And happy. And we'll be watching from bed. I will. Happy Pride. I love you, my queer community. Are you gonna... we'll, 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 be... we'll do something for Pride together. We're seeing rent. We're seeing rent. Pretty gay. <laughs> Hi, gay. 
All right. That's it. If you're not a subscriber, you don't get to hear. Oh, my God, I'm so ready to do this Barbara speech. I can't wait. <laughs> talk about the parade. We've got to talk about oh Anne Hathaway crying. I've got to talk about how many times she bagged her mother. I can't believe how many times her poor dead mother got mentioned in this speech. <laughs> We're about to launch into that. If you want to hear it, go and subscribe. Uh, hit up Supercast. Was it Emsolation? What's our website? Emsolation.supercast.com. Yeah, go and subscribe and you can have a listen. Okay, bye. To enjoy today's sealed section of Emsolation, upgrade your experience and join the extra family with our premium service, Emsolation Extra. You get two bonus episodes direct to your favourite podcast app every week in an exclusive feed, as well as an Ask Me Anything where Em and Michael answer your questions. There's over 70 other episodes awaiting you already, plus you'll also get Instagram close friends access, ticket pre-sales, merch discounts and heaps more. Help M keep this independent neurodivergent business alive by supporting us for less than $2 a week on our yearly plan or less than $2.50 a week on our monthly plan. Just sign up at msolation.supercast.com now. Msolation is recorded at Down the Hill Studios, hosted by M. Rossiano with Michael Lucas. Executive produced by Benjamin Wosley, produced by M. Rossiano. Edited by Ezekiel Fenn and videos by James Henderson. Socials by Benjamin Wesley M. Rossiano and Marcella Rossiano Barrow, with assistance from Jem Evans and Isabella Hines. Follow us on Instagram at Emsolation Podcast, where you'll find a link in our bio so you can sign up for our weekly newsletter, join other Emsolators at the Emsolation Group on Facebook, follow our YouTube and TikTok channels, and so much more. Help us out by sharing Emsolation with your friends, give us a five-star rating, and make sure you're following us by hitting the follow button on your favourite podcast app. Thanks for listening and or watching this week's episode, and we can't wait to chat with you again soon. Hello, Emsolation Extra subscribers. Welcome to the sealed section where we are going to dissect Barbara Streisand's SAG Awards speech. Now, set the tone, Michael. What was she? What? What was this like? A what was it? What's it called? Is it an honorary it's lifetime achievement? Lifetime achievement. Yeah. Okay. So, and who are other recipients of lifetime achievement sacks? Can you remember? Absolutely no idea. Well, no. I would have thought you would have had that. Well, recall. they just. No. Okay. I don't I Sags has never been it was great this year because it was on Netflix so we could ex- access it but typically in Australia it doesn't really get That's so broadcast. true. Yeah. We don't normally get the Sags. No. That I want And also why. Can I just say yeah. I love an award ceremony on Netflix. It works so well. I agree. You can zip through when you need to. It was just it was great. If you want to watch it live, you can watch it live. And I feel like you, people were looser. Yeah. Because um, people kept saying, don't worry, I'm on Net- we're on Netflix. Yeah. It was okay. so good. Okay. Here we go. Yes, do you want me to tell you who? I do. Um, in recent years. Okay, so obviously. Oh, Sally Field was last year. Oh. Helen Mirren, Robert De Niro, Ellen Older, Morgan Freeman, Lily Tomlin, Carol Burnett, Debbie Reynolds, Rita Moreno, Dick Van Dyke. I mean. A lot of white people. James L. Jones. Oh, there we go. Julie Andrews, Shirley Temple. Shirley Temple? Yeah. Okay. So it's pretty prestigious. Poitier. Great. So Babs is being given the SAG Lifetime Achievement Award and um, we welcome to the stage Jennifer Aniston and Bradley Cooper. (laughs) 